0: readings only tans today is friday january 12th 2024 and yesterday i had the pleasure of welcoming back to the show intangible steve veerman one of the rather large accounts aka whales of nba top shot he's been in the nba top shot collecting game since the very beginning i think he was probably one of the first handful of users and it was a good conversation um we got to hear again about the challenges of collectability versus versus gamification. Uh, meanwhile, while this game NBA Fast Break, which I have been enjoying tremendously, you know, there's some people who are collecting moments that aren't really game pieces that have some concerns and some opinions there. And so Steve shared some of those opinions, and we also talked about some other things like the Raptors Knicks trade uh draymond green hiding in his basement and steve was very generous by the way he gave away a kevin durant mgle rare moment to people in the chat so all i'm saying is if you want to win something the next time steve's here you better get there live we go live thursdays 4 p.m eastern and i'd be happy to have you there if you can make it The other thing you can do for me, which I haven't asked for in a while, is if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review and a rating on Apple or Spotify or Google or wherever you happen to be listening, because apparently that helps. I'm not sure how, but apparently it helps. So I would love it if you did that as well. So recall that nothing you hear on this show should be considered financial advice. And let's jump right into it. Well, hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? Are you having a nice week? Are you doing okay? You're feeling okay? Is the weather nice where you are? Is it cold? Are you feeling chilly? Well, I'm glad you're here with me. Thank you for being here, everybody. It's that time of the week again. It's tandy time when we can all come together, hang out, complain about things, celebrate some things, and just be together and have a fine time. So, Let's see who's here in the chat. We got Top Shot Hot Shot says we love Veerman. Boston Base loves the countdown clock. Tandy's asking, can you help me with my fast break fix? I need it in my blood. Yes. Jared's here. Thank you, Jared. Boston Base hates the timer. Everyone hates it except for me. That's accurate. I love the timer. It gives me five minutes to get some water, go to the bathroom. You know, I can get set up while that timer's going. That's great. Uh, Jared says a, a Veerman check-in is wonderful. He he stacks all the Joe Torns because he can't have my explosions. And Jared with a nice sticker, thank you, Jared. Thank you very much. Where's my overlay? Where's my sticker? Taking a little while tonight. Ah, he screams so good. Yum, yum, yum. Yes, yes, yes. Strong woman. Grr. Thank you, Jared. All right. Uh, Perfect cereals here as well. So. Uh, What are we going to talk about today? Well, we have a very special guest. We have Steve Yurman. He's been on the show a few times, and he promised some interesting takes today. I mean, we're going to talk about Fast Break. I feel like Fast Break is the topic du jour. There's never been so much activity around something around NBA Top Shot that I can remember in quite a long time uh, compared to this Fast Break game, and that's why we are talking about it again. And if there's other things you guys want to talk about, just throw them in the chat. We'll talk about them. They can be tangentials as well, if you'd like. Um, But I see Steve is here, but I don't see his camera. So Steve, just turn your camera on. So I know there you are. Okay, I know that he's here. I know that he's not in the bathroom. So let's bring Steve on. Let's give him a little uh, throwback and let's bring Steve on. (laughs) classic yeah gets better every time uh thank you for being here steve i see you're i see you're all geared up you got some custom gear on i take it that's your printed gear
1: you know i don't appear that often on these shows anymore so i figured like why not show all the things i have Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah you got a lot of things you got you got videos behind you your your frames your beautiful frames are you running any custom software on those right now um
1: not really. I mean, well, the the this is the infinite objects I got for the Cool Cats uh mm-hmm. Lives Lounge, but I put the Kawhi moment on it.
0: Exactly. Um, so you customized it. You hacked it.
1: I hacked it. Tacked up. Well, I think it's one of the only hacked uh, infinite objects because I haven't released a tutorial on how to do it. I, I was like uh, on the fence about doing it because there's a chance you could brick it. I didn't want people to like brick their infinite objects and be like, Steve, what the hell did you do to me? So like, yeah. opted not to do it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well. That's cool. I, I know. I remember one of the other times you were on this show. What was it about you? I think I think you saw early on in the code that there were. Was it that there were trade tickets coming or that there were offers coming? It was something that you looked yeah. in the code.
1: I used to look at the code all the time because you, it's pretty easy. You can do. Um, well, most of the code is public, so you can do like uh, what is called like diffs in the software world, where you basically compare the before and the in the current yeah. to see what's changed and. I used to do it all the time when I cared and now I'm just like, I don't know, I'm a little bit like less engaged with it. So I don't, I don't look at the code very often.
0: Yeah. What, what else, uh, well, is it cause you have a child or are there other things that Steve Vierman's interested in? He's about to give us, Well, it's
1: mostly the child. I mean, like the baby takes a lot of time and it's great. It's, it's been wonderful. Um, but also top shot after like three and a half years, it's absolutely exhausting.
0: Well, I guess we can go into that a little bit. Um, yeah. but, but congratulations on the baby. How, how old is the baby now? four and a half months amazing uh it's it's your daughter right yes that's great i have a daughter as well she's 11 months so we're similar kind of although five what is that seven months though is quite a big difference so is she
1: uh what are the what are the milestones that she's crossed recently like she is she talking yet or walking no talking
0: yet she babbles she smiles she laughs she she eats pretty well she eats real food that's fun. And she's pretty fast in the crawling department. Like, she can really get around. Um, and she, like, holds herself up. So, you know, it's sort of like uh, it's bittersweet because the, the next – because I know this is your first child, right? And, yeah. Um, and, like, soon she's going to start walking. And then it's like you no longer a baby anymore. Like, you don't have this little crawling.
1: Y- yeah. Well, it's funny. I, I Sometimes I stand her up, like, just, you know, as if she could walk, but she can't. And it's like, she's a real person. It's like, wow, this is incredible. And it's like a little scary. I'm like, wow, it's like, it's going to come soon. And I am definitely enjoying this time right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what everyone says. It's the same advice. Just like slow down as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Really try to take it in. Take lots of photos and videos and, you know, go like this, Steve. That's how it happens. It goes like this. And then they're 18 or something like that. I think that's what people say to me. So, Yeah. yeah. yeah, take your time. That's what that's what they say uh anyway so there there's definitely some things we can talk about steve um i mean you are one of the more interesting top shop minds because you've been in this thing forever i mean and it is it takes up a lot of attention takes up a lot of uh i don't know it can stress you out i suppose if you're trying to follow everything i would actually argue that it's less stressful this this series though i don't know if you agree or if you disagree but i think that the lack of i mean some people want to see more flash challenges, but I'd argue that flash challenges while we, while we do need them are pretty stressful um, because they're so random and like, you just don't know what, what you're going to need every day of the week. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whereas this fast break game, I would argue is a lot more predictable and you just sort of know, Oh, I need the best players and this is how it works and I can use them this many times per week and and so on. And I'd also say that uh, people used to like not know when information was coming out. I mean, when, when John boy beats of the world used to cover top shot and not talk about drafting 150 best ball lineups or whatever the <laughs> hell those people do Um that, you know, he would say we need, we need regular communication. Like we know when it's coming, we know what's happening every week. And I'd argue that they're doing that as well. Like we know top shot Tuesdays is a thing. Like the pack drops are on Tuesday. You know what you're getting. You got your packs, you got your quick rips, you got your whatever. So I think in many ways, things are becoming more simplified and actually less stressful, but I'm curious what your feedback is. Uh, Yeah, in some ways, it's less
1: stressful, which is good. Um, I think a lot of attention is being put on Fast Break. Obviously, we can talk a lot about that. Um, But Flash Challenges was stressful before, I think, because I think you didn't want to miss any of it. Like If it was advantageous to participate, it felt stressful not to always watch it. And that was kind of where I was stressed out, too. Because it 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 just it's a it's not a good feeling when you just forgot to participate in something and you missed out on like some reward or something. So yeah. I think for flash challenges that was like a main stressor of like the fear of missing out or not even fear of missing out, just like missing the thing because you had all the pieces and you just forgot to submit it. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it, it is less stressful with less with less flash challenges.
0: Yeah. Um, but what else? I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're a little tired, but I know that mostly that's because of your child. But is there any- a little bit of both i don't know
1: what's <laughs> more tiring the top shot thing or the baby thing they're both they both take a lot of energy um but you know what it's uh a lot a lot can be said um it has been simplified i'm really like just talking about fast break uh yeah. there's lots to say about fast break lots of good uh there's some bad and i just i guess my concern i know you reached out to me today and you're like hey steve want to come on i'm like yeah like maybe but the, the thing is, uh, you have a lot of great guests on the show, and I feel like I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't always think I'm one of them. I feel like I'm like the 20th best guest. So, I, like, I don't want to, there's a lot of people I'd rather see on the show. Um, <laughs> like, I was hoping Vinyls would be on today because I think he was previously scheduled. So, I was actually looking forward to it. Um, but uh no with fast break there's lots to say so i don't know where we can kind of if you had any direction or what you wanted to kind of focus on or
0: well we can start and i mean i'll just um clarify so vinyls was going to be scheduled actually last week but then he couldn't Um, and you know i i imagine he'll probably be on in the next couple weeks so he'll be back on you can be tuning in when that happens and and I wouldn't sell yourself short, Steve. I think you're one of the more interesting guests. I think you have the history of being on this platform, and you can compare and contrast how things used to be and how they currently are. And yeah. you're obviously very very bought in to this whole thing. And, so and yeah, for a penny sell, and for a pound, you know, I'm all I'm all the way in. Like,
1: <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. I'm I feel like I'm digging myself out of the hole. You know, keep going. I'll <laughs> I'll eventually get. I'll make a tunnel and get out somehow. Um, yeah.
0: There's tunnel stories on Twitter that are weird, um, but we won't go into that. I don't know if you heard about that. Um, mm. Actually, did you hear about that? I guess I'll just talk about it for a second. I like, heard um, about
1: one in New York that happened. Yeah. What is
0: going on with that? I mean, like, I don't, don't want to
1: like A part of me, like a couple of years ago, there was one in Toronto too that happened and it ended up being like, there was like a big like conspiracy. It was like, oh, like, why is there a big tunnel? It ended up being like two guys who just wanted to like dig a tunnel for fun and like, uh, ended up being blown out of proportion. But I don't know. I mean, Tunnels are kind of fun. I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't know. Those chasids can be pretty can be pretty weird, those chasids. I don't know if you've ever like when I was living in Brooklyn, um, I lived across the street from like a chasid neighborhood. And um they it's just a completely different world. But whatever they're doing with that tunnel, I don't know. It's it seems a little weird, a little sketchy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't like the yeah. look of it. I don't really comment too much on it, but like uh
1: <laughs> I think that the main thing about tunnels, you just don't wanna inadvertently cause like structural issues to your neighbors and I think that's yeah, why the exactly. city was involved is because you know you think you're building something you know maybe to code or something but if you don't have the approval and if you don't have engineers on it then you could be this could collapse on everyone it could kill people or whatever exactly. like these, there are rules for a reason exactly
0: the chassis has got to tone it down but anyways we got a little uh, nice sticker here from boston base he's saying that you're bombing him out but ice cream so good would you like you to get would you like to give the crowd an ice cream so good ice cream Go so ahead. good
1: yum 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 <laughs> is that right, yeah, right.
0: Yep, you did it. Great. Great job. Thank you. Uh, ice cream. So good. Thank you, Boston Base. Um, yeah. So why don't we start? Uh, I don't know. You want to start with things that you're liking? What are you enjoying right now? I mean, it could be about fast break or anything else. What are you what are you enjoying? I'm enjoying the simplification, as you said, less flash challenges.
1: This, it's, it's, it seems to be on a, a more regular cadence now with the with like even the pack releases and everything. It's just there's a regular ca- cadence. And if it's predictable, like there's a part of that that's really good. Because you're just not all stressed out. You you like some element of predictability. Yeah. Um, things I like too. I, I was a very vocal complainer before about um, leaderboards. Mm. I felt like they were too um, they were too weighted for a lot of the early adopters. I didn't yeah. think they made sense before, and I like the idea of using weighted leaderboards. I get less rewards, but I feel like it's to like the. Um, it's, it's a, it's to the betterment of like the people actually participating. (laughs) Like, I feel like you should have a shot at something. Um, and a way to leave boards makes sense to me because you have a better shot as you climb, but you're not guaranteed anything. And I think that's probably a more healthier way to look at it. And so I think they have, they've done a better job of that. So that I'll give them a huge kudos on that part. Mm -hmm. Um, what else is good here i mean there's lots lots to say i like they just they kept the sets i think fairly simple they didn't they've they've outlined what sets i think we're going to have um which is nice some things that kind of caught me off by, by by surprise recently was the archive set mm. like we just finished an archive set in october or november i don't even know when it closed and then they basically launched another archive set can you name the players in the new archive set
0: uh, I think I think I got a few name, in my name, recent name, Santa drop. Name one archive <laughs> player from the current set, the new set. Uh, I think CJ McCollum has an archive moment. In the current
1: one? Okay. I can't I don't even know. Like they, they haven't put out any they have put out no blog about the current set. So it's weird to me how they drop a set and they don't even talk about it. It's like um historical moments used to mean something, used to be special, they used to be like a used to have a story attached to it. Yeah. And now it's just like they're dumping it and like buy it it's like where's the story like sell me on it Mm. and it that part's a little frustrating but uh besides that i think they did tidy up the sets it's a little more consistent this new MGLE drop i think it's it's good i like the idea that the the best rewards are the challenge sorry the best moments are the challenge rewards i think that's really smart i agree um the fact they made Wemby like the they're this master challenge concept i I like how they brought it back it's, it's an insane thing. Like if you want to participate in it, you have to know what you're signing up for because you know, going back to cool cats, the master challenge, you were like pot committed for like the entire season to finish this thing. Right. So it can get really expensive. And if there happens to be like some bottleneck at some point, and I feel like there is with any master challenge, you're sitting, you're setting yourself up for someone's going to bottleneck something at some point in time. And when that happens, it's going to cause a lot of frustration and people are going to
0: overspend
1: or whatever. And so, you know it is what it is, but it could be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Buyer beware. What What do you think will, do you, how do you think a bottleneck will occur actually? Because they're all the same with well, the cool cats. were it's not really simple. It's really simple circulation bottleneck
1: things on top shot. And I'm surprised people haven't done it.
0: Just like you get a group together and just buy up something or. It's, it's super easy. Like
1: <laughs> you need a minimal amount of money and I'm going to say it here and someone's going to do it. It's like <laughs> you need a minimal <laughs> amount of money and you pick the cheapest moment. That's like, whatever the the least wanted moment and you just buy them all yeah so you buy you buy 60 of them at 30 bucks a pop or 40 bucks i don't know it cost you whatever a thousand bucks or whatever and it's like all of a sudden no one can do it anymore and mm. they all have to everyone has to pay you 500 dollars for that moment you just paid 30 dollars for you know it's yeah. like oh bum that's like boom that's that's the entire and i'm surprised it doesn't happen more often but it, it will with this idea of a master challenge like it's going to happen someone's gonna um i think it happened People try to attempt it with like um the last run it back, the origins, they bottleneck the I think the Jalen Brown moment. I
0: think I think Boston, Boston base bought like 30 yeah, of those. And it's
1: it's fun. <laughs> the thing is is he picked a really top-tier moment to bottle. And that's hard to do because you're basically it it's so costly to do that. But if you just pick the cheapest, most throwaway moment, then it's like the easiest thing to do. Um, and so someone's gonna obviously do this because I just said it, but like Eventually that's what's gonna happen. And that's the that's my one complaint with um the way it's currently structured is it sets this up so that someone can basically ruin everyone's day.
0: Hmm. Well, Eddie Dunc seems to disagree. He thinks that he thinks two ninety nine is too high to try and bottleneck. I mean, I guess the question is I don't, I
1: don't agree at all. Like here, let's look at the bo- look at the cheapest yeah. moment here.
0: Cause don't you think if you're holding some of those or you're holding them, other people are holding and all this, the price starts spiking, then wouldn't you just sort of list it like, oh wow, I can make a crazy return right now. And then it'll just sort of find its balance. Um, I mean, maybe,
1: but I'm just saying if you're, so the cheapest moment right now for MGLAs is a book Lopez at $60, right? Mm-hmm. The most expensive moment is, uh, Keegan Murray, at 188. So basically it's like a three to one ratio. So you can buy you can stack a ton of these Lopez, and you know what I, I heard I heard bet a bunch of these are in packs too so you don't even have to buy that many and it would just basically it would be very bad um like how many mm-hmm. are listed right now let's see how many listed Brooke Lopez is um let's see here anyways I know a lot of people think it 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 won't happen but I'm saying it, it can, there's only 17 listed like okay so you buy you buy all 17 it's not a lot it's like yeah. then what you know, people that, are going to be because people list, well, other people list, but then they're a little more careful because they don't know when you're going to stop buying. Right. So it's like this mm. weird, I've seen these like, um, you know, whether these are the floor smashes or whatever, but it's different when you're chasing like a, a master challenge or something. And the pieces are required. Mm-hmm. Um, like even in this, this Brooke Lopez, for instance, how many are still in packs? So hold There's, on. Ed, yeah. Eddie's
0: giving you some homework. Check out Falda with Claxton. He swept up and then undercutters came back.
1: Up. Yeah. 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 So like, there, so I see users like follow and he's he's almost there because I can see it. I'm like, oh, is he doing it? Is he doing the thing? Um, but you got to stay fully committed to it. It's where you can't like you can't waver. If you're after that moment, you basically got to go all in on that moment and you stack it and that's it. You own it. It's mm-hmm. like uh, our, in series one, we had Carlini. He, he stacked all these Derek Rose um, from the top moments because right. they were the cheapest moment in the set. So he bought them all up at like $100 or $200 for his legendaries. And so he owned, I think there were like 59 minted. He owned something like 50 of the 59. Wow! It's like, so then what are you going to do? Like, if you want to finish the set, you have to buy it from him. Uh, And that's why for the longest time, it was like the only moment on Top Shot that was basically consistent million dollar floor because he was the only one who was going to list it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting conundrum. Yeah, anyways, it's not the
1: biggest problem. It's not the biggest challenge. I'm just saying that like... uh, master challenges we've done them before and they've kind of ended partially in heartbreak i'm not saying that they're a bad thing i like them i enjoy them but like it's almost like rolling the dice here to see how this goes because it could go again someone's day could be ruined
0: i think at the very least we know most first of all it's not like cool cats where the circulations were different if that Mm -hmm. makes any difference and and secondly um it's very unlikely that in the middle of that master challenge, we're going to see a crazy or whatever it was, a crazy supply crunch all of a sudden. And then, you know, it just totally distorts the values and, every you know, it's or not even that, but it's we're not going to see massive changes because actually the supply crunch happened before Cool Cat started. It's not going to see you're not going to see massive ecosystem changes where all of a sudden they, you know, decide they're going to v- very much change their strategy and how many packs they release or anything like that or we're not going to see that so i think Mm -hmm. for those reasons it's probably less likely that we're going to see any just crazy swings like we saw on the cool cats master challenge and i imagine that they've also learned their lesson and they've heard feedback and i think the whole nine lives lounge thing was sort of a reaction to a whole lot of people literally licking their wounds like a cat um Mm -hmm. and saying like you know i'm really upset about how this just went down and that i think that was part of what made- yeah
1: i i agree with you mostly that this is um um it's it's unlikely to to get to that level what i'm saying though is that it could get to a level where it's uncomfortable whereas where maybe a moment was previously 30 dollars and now it's like you know 330 dollars. yeah um so it could make someone really uncomfortable or like you know um make people participate a bit less but that's it's not the biggest problem. That's not my, my biggest concern. It was on basically almost a one off mention here. Um, okay.
0: Well, that's why we spent as long as we could on it. I know. Um, <laughs> I know we
1: did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. But anyway, what else? So, um, you want to talk about fast break? You want to talk about your, or is there anything else that you're concerned about? Yeah. I
1: moment? mean, like, that's, sorry, that's like the least of my concern. I know we spent okay. the we spent the last ten minutes talking. It's like the <laughs> least of my concerns. Whatever. This is just yeah. like us us chit chatting. But, um, mm-hmm. for the most, so fast break. It's it's a really polished. I, I like fast break. I think fundamentally, yeah. Topshot has to be a fun platform first. I think yeah. the question yeah. I ask myself is, like, would I tell a friend about Topshot today? Mm-hmm. um No, I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's 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 insane. Coming from someone like me who's been in this for three and a half years, I don't think it's very fun. I still think it's it's like very it's can be very stressful. And I think it's a money pit. Like, mm-hmm. the money you put in, you'll probably never see ever. Like, I, I've accepted I'll probably never see this money that I put into it. Um, So in that way, it is a, an awful investment now fast break. Is it fun? Um, I think, I think it is, I think that's like the, the foundation you have to build from, it has to be a fun product. Um, where I'm a little bit like concerned these days is it seems to be taking up, um, the bulk of the attention. I, I think I've, I've noticed just a bunch of different parts of the collecting experience that have almost taken a back seat. So. It's like, I don't want Dapper to pat themselves on the back too quickly and say, well, fast break, this is great. Like we're done, you know, the the reality is job's not finished. Mm -hmm. Um, There are still uh, parts of fast break that are, I think, you know, there are um, parts that could be fixed. Like the idea of of team reels, like where do team reels fit in? So last season, if you remember, team reels were really important because they were the, the aspirational moments that you got from being on the team leaderboard. So throughout the season, they would take snapshots and you get like a clamps moment or a fit check rare, or at the very end, it was the season rewind legendary. So the season rewind legendary is a good one. It's like it was minted to 50, right? You got like, well, you had parallels in there, but it was a rare for your team. This costs thousands of dollars to earn, to be in the top 50 of the leaderboard. You can go and buy. A Brooklyn Nets legendary team moment for ninety nine dollars. It's a legendary, like it's because you can't use it in any game. It, it, where does this fit in into like the grand scheme of this of this map, like of this of this game? Like there are pieces here where, you know, and even in the game, like the, there's no mention of of moments themselves. There's just players, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I think there's it's it's creating a bit of a disconnect between the ownership and the moment and the thing that we're like. Um, proud and happy to own and like the showing it off. Like you're just picking players' heads out of a profile picture and clicking next and submit. Like it only mentions uh, moments by like tiers. It's it's basically boiled down all of our ownership into owning something based on tier. It doesn't care about the game it was from or the series it was from or any historical significance. It just boils down your ownership into into a tier. So I think that's a bit sad. It's like, wait a minute, like I'm all for the game. I'm all for this inconsistent engagement on a daily basis. I think it's great. But I think you still have to build around this idea of us celebrating um, NBA history. And this is what the thing I, I can't reconcile is they tell us on one hand, like celebrate or, and, and own NBA history, but at the same time, historic moments can't be used in this game. So if you're collecting Shaq, or D. Wade, it, you can't use these moments in this game. It's like, these are top tier players, why, why can't I? Um, it's because they're not a current player from this season with a notable stat. And that's what it all boils down to. It's like, it's a little bit of an oversimplification to the detriment, I think, of the collecting experience. And I think right now we're at a, we're at a point where if people are being funneled to buying legendaries and rares for this game, it's a little bit dangerous now where you're basically Dapper is in a position where they're basically picking winners for like the current, the, the current class of players and everyone else takes a backseat. Uh, team Reels take a backseat. Historicals take a, black, a, a, a back a backseat. And I think that's not healthy for the platform. And I think this has been a, a, a lot of um, it's been a contentious issue just in, in the whole uh, gamification of Top Shot is like making sure you, Dapper doesn't pick winners inadvertently. And I think they very much are.
0: Mm. How would you compare that kind of sentiment to, for example, like Moment Ranks Play or other other games similar to it, which did exist before this? Do you think that? How do you compare the two? Actually, like how do you compare? Is it is it just such a night and day situation because this game is on Top Shot, or how do you how would you compare your concerns around the way this game works with how like previous games were working that people were playing? Yeah, well, this is like a native ex- native top shot experience this is the, the main point of
1: difference is truthfully i didn't really play moment ranks like i i didn't because it was not one. Well, my time is just like you know it's i focus it on like certain you know it's a bit limited so i focus it on certain things so if i want to collect things i'm just collecting i'm not going to be playing games and whatever like, even with fast fast break it's great but like there are some days i just forgot to submit my lineup because um the game started at like twelve noon or something, and I'm like, oh, I log in at at one o'clock, and it's like, oh, I already missed the shit, you know. <laughs> so like, there were there were a couple of those days where I just forgot to submit. It's not that I even yeah. lost; I just forgot. And so, um, for me, and that's a native experience. So, Moment Ranks wasn't even native, so I had to rem- I had to change my behavior to go to a website that I wouldn't normally go to. Um, so it's a bit, of, it's a think it's a bit of an apples and oranges comparison, um. But I do think, you know, from what I've seen, Fastbreak is great, but I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that, like, they're just patting, patting themselves on the back too quickly because it's not – it's there's still a lot of work to be done, and I just don't want them to basically say, well, this is great. We'll keep it the way it is and just, you know, come back to us in a year from now and maybe make a change. Like, I, I really hope they're taking, like, a lot of this feedback to heart, um, even with the idea of um, – of tiered uh, fast break, right? Where maybe, maybe you have to burn a moment. Maybe you have to lock a moment. I think these are like, maybe they are important concepts to like, to um, um, underline or underscore like the ownership component of these moments. Um, otherwise like everyone's just buying $1 a $1 moment and they get a, you know, this. I've seen a lot of crazy pack pulls recently and I, I think that's great. But if this is just a game to like, I don't know, I, I just want people to be committed to to the, these pieces if they're actually owning them, and 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 locking or whatever is a good way to do it. And um, I don't, know, anyways. I've said a lot about the the game, the game element, but there there are things to work on.
0: Yeah, I think that there's others who also share the way you're feeling, and I think it's the fact that this platform um, it offers itself as a collectible and and also currently as like a game, and I think those two things. Are maybe clashing a little bit at the moment. And like uh, and I think that if if we were, and I think I said this last week, but like if we were at more of like a critical mass of users, let's say, then it's possible that you'd have a bunch of users who just want to collect and want that shack, and you'd have a bunch of users who want to play the game, and like you'd have enough people who really enjoy games, you'd have enough people who really just enjoy buying and storing it like they do with physical cards um and i think that's that's sort of my take on it and i also i also think that although i hear you and i hear others who also say like yeah but what about the archives what about the retired players what about like the team things my my concern with that is like does it then make things a whole lot more confusing uh, where you know then if you if you were to start playing this game, it's like, Oh wait, you, you have to have like a team reel to like submit your lineup or like, I just think that might be, it's a, it's a a fair, it's
1: a fair uh, point. Um, I am I'm in line with you. Like, I don't want this to be overly complex. It should be basically as simple as, as it is right now. My, my issue is maybe it's a little too simple with, we don't even talk about moments anymore in this game. It's like, you can, you can basically play fast break and, Technically like have no idea of any of the underlying moments. Like it's just so yeah. you are so far removed from the element itself. Or sorry, the moment that it's uh, I don't know. It's a little worrisome and I I'm uh, I don't know if they're I feel like they're leaning all in at this point on fast break so it almost feels like the collecting side is just taking a, a huge backseat at this point and um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried again i'm cautiously optimistic i want i mean i love fast break i want this thing to to succeed i just yeah i mean yeah yeah yeah.
0: i hear you i mean i would i would also just i think that since we're so plugged in that like a three-week game feels like it's you know it's been there for three years yeah yeah. um or not three weeks here it's actually six weeks technically um but like three uh game runs or whatever you want to talk about or whatever you want to call it um one interesting comment was from ryan aka top shot yoda who said the whole idea is that it, it works in tandem and i yeah, think that's yeah, like yeah. ideally is how this works and and one thing i would also say about uh what you said is like how it's sort of disconnected from the moments i think there's probably like little design tweaks they could make so that you still get to experience these moments like perhaps the the winning lineup of the night, you know, it it's presented and it shows the moments in some kind of reel or, you know, I don't know, I'm not sure. No, no, I, no, That's
1: that's that's exactly what they should be doing. Like these, like think about this way: your your lineup, it should be a shareable thing. You should be able to share it, and it should make sense to someone who isn't familiar with Top Shot. Like, oh yeah, like you just you made this highlight reel, and that's like my lineup for tonight is like this highlight reel of dunks or whatever. Um, I just don't think right now it's like a. a sh- it's not, uh, it's not where it needs to be for it being like a shareable thing that um unders- underscores the the moments themselves. I think we sh- it should always tie back to that, and I it should work in tandem 100%. Right now, I feel like it's just almost it's not like it's broken. It's like as a collector, I've I've been here for three and a half years. It's like it feels like it's going a little bit too much on one side, and the collect I've seen parts of the collecting experience either broken or just neglected. I've seen it. I put in requests from 6 7 months ago for like small little simplest little uh um um quality of life improvements it's like falls on deaf ears and but and previously they'd be more actionable so all that says to me is, is one, of two things um they could be understaffed right uh and two they're just the the um the dev energy like is going mostly i think towards fast break and i mean that's that's great but i i, I think it it's possible it could be to the detriment of other parts of this platform and then there's a lot of people that still just collect like they might not be interested in fast break they just want to build their collections and because they enjoy they enjoy the highlights or whatever right so i just don't want them to go too far in one direction where it's they've you know they've forgotten why people are here in, uh to begin with
0: yeah again like i think that's been sort of the conversation of like the mike levy's of the world of collective collecting versus gamification and that's something that is uh it's kind of challenging to totally get right and i think that it really it really is something where you just sort of need more people who just like to collect because right now probably it's just more attractive this is the shiny new thing it's like the exciting new game these recent packs i you know two runs ago when it was still in beta the fast break and it was a limited amount of players that were playing but i think it was still like 500 people or i don't know how many but the peep the amount of people who got 12 wins who got these like really nice packs i think it was like under five i think it was like two people or something like that and then because of how the the ball bounces the the next run there's like 500 people who get 12 wins so it's going to be this thing of like constant adjusting and correction and so like right now it feels very juiced and everyone's like, holy crap. Like I can, I can do that with $1 moments and pull a legendary, like, okay, that's where I'm going. But like, I would be shocked if things are not adjusted as we, as we move forward. And so I I hope so. Right. And that's the, here's the thing is, is we've seen before where we,
1: we, we think the adjustment is obvious and it should be done and it's not done. So this is why I think it's important to just mention it because it should be on the docket. We should know that it is being adjusted, and it's a concern. Otherwise, they could just they'll come back at this a year from now and be like, "Oh yeah, maybe we should look at that." It's like, no, this is we raised this flag a long time ago. Um, yeah. So well, in, term, I, I in terms
0: that. of the, I think in terms though of like difficulty, for example, you will see that literally run to run. Like if it's the same thing the next week, it's probably because it was too hard the previous week. You know, like. You're, you're never going to see 500 people get the most juice packs. And then the next, the next run, it stays exactly the same. Unless they just have such a surplus of like awesome moments to just give people who play this game. But I just, I'd be pretty surprised. I'm like, if I had to, if I was like betting man, I'd say that things are probably going to get more challenging in the next fast break run. Um, but yeah, I, I, de- I definitely sympathize with this idea and, and how things do sort of change and. And sometimes, you know, you're collecting a certain way and then it completely changes. And that that obviously feels bad. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that nothing like that happens uh, moving forward again. Well, well, I mean, look at last season. We were promised, like,
1: crafting challenges, right? They've been Mm – we've been talking about crafting challenges for three years. And last season, we basically were promised, like, Vintage Vibes crafting challenges. So how Vintage Vibes is they released the blog post on this. You, it was going to require 2021 archive moments to burn. They said this, like, right. stack your moments, get ready, because we're going to do vintage vibes crafting. And then a couple of weeks later went by and they said, you know what? The moments aren't very good for vintage vibes. We're just going to postpone it. And then a few months went by and it was like just silently killed. In the meantime, lots of people bought archive moments that what they what can they do with them now? Like This crafting, which was previously an outlined feature, it doesn't seem... To be there anymore so that was just from last season like this was this is post jane <laughs> you know yeah. this is like you can only point to her so long it's like this is after that you guys said this and it's still not like so i'm a little disappointed in the consistency here and how quickly they're willing to change because fast break might be great now and it's like oh next year it's something else and i I'm like why do you abandon these things why do you push these things out and then i they say they're coming and people make decisions based on them and then you change, you change the you move the goalposts and that's what it kind of feels like in some cases yeah. um you know the trade tickets is a good one too like we were promised like after like the series one reserve packs obviously were like the hottest commodity people stacked their trade tickets but we were you know we were um told that don't worry after this is done we'll have lots of things for trade tickets you can use them to buy whatever on the platform i think a lot of us are sitting on tons of trade tickets. I think the reality is we're accumulating trade tickets much faster than we can spend them. Mm. Secret Santa is a good example. Lots of us basically traded in trade tickets, those gifts to Secret Santa, and we basically got back trade tickets. So now we're sitting on, Like lots of us are sitting on hundreds and hundreds, possibly thousands, possibly 51,000. How many many, 51,000 possibly trade tickets in your collection? Oh my God. Did you hold on, Steve? Did you submit 51,000? No, no, no. I'm I'm just, I'm just playing with you. Um, (laughs) I submitted, I submitted 474
0: trade tickets. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot still. Wow. Yeah,
1: it's a lot. Um, But, uh, and I I got back like a rare, that was like eight bucks, which I'm happy with, whatever. It was fun to participate. I liked it. But what I'm getting at is like there's just few, they seem like fewer opportunities to spend trade tickets. And I think that's a huge concern because we were again told that these had some some value to them, like something that you could use them. And then, you know, actually, this last drop from yesterday, I think it was. Um, that was the first time all season. I've queued up every single time for trade ticket packs. Yesterday was the first time all season I actually managed to buy one. So yeah. they do have these trade ticket packs, but they there aren't enough like it's, it's almost laughable. I think they're doing it so they can have a checkbox that says, oh, we had the trade ticket packs. It's like, that's not enough. Like people have too many, like, wh- again, it's like a consumer uh, consumer confidence thing where you shouldn't sell something if you're not gonna support it. Like that's, a I fundamentally, fundamentally believe that for any product. So if you're saying that you, you believe these things are worth a dollar or something near it, then you should be able to support that with like some other thing that, you know, and if if you tell us that these trade tickets are usable for game tickets or something, then you should make that possible. And I feel like there's just been a lot of, um, well, not, not a lot of, but no communications in that regard. Um, and just on the communications aspect, I I feel like it's gotten better generally, but then, you know, this whole like pack rip thing, I think that's a loss too. like, you know, so we're going to have less communications now, (laughs) like, uh, I don't know. That's a bit concerning, you know, um. And it, I, I get they're trying to probably do a little bit of reset to keep keep costs down or whatever. But it's like, well, we were communications was improving. We weren't quite there yet, and now you're going to let go of the communications guys. I don't know if that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of trade tickets, I would uh, agree with you that I think we we did previously believe that there would be more usage of trade tickets. I think we dreamed of having like trade ticket store on the website and be able to buy gear, be able to buy league pass. Or even with this secret Santa thing, I think it would have been cool if like, well, I don't know, maybe if like the odds were more difficult and and you could hit a rare, but then you might not get back as many other trade tickets back or I don't know, something like that. But I would agree with you that, uh, that we, we were told in the past, um, but yeah, things, but at the same time, You know the environment changes funding changes runways change focuses change that's like the hardest part i I think i have
1: easy fixes for this though like they're already there here's the frustrating part is i feel like they're tapper is so close here's the easy fix so you know how they do these um leaderboards for like they did the leaderboards for mgle packs they did one a a couple days ago for like 75 the top 75 people on this mgle leaderboard right this berm leaderboard Mm -hmm. okay Instead of hear me out here, instead of seventy-five packs for top, you make it fifty. Then you do twenty-five packs for whoever burns the most trade tickets. Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> like then it's a trade ticket leaderboard. And the thing is, is that is an, that is an opportunity that's completely neglected that I think needs to exist. You need because people are. It's not just about top shot score. You know, they've made it entirely that, and if they've they have neglected this trade ticket thing, which they it's, it's, it's still a part of the platform. So they should absolutely just allocate an existing part of whatever they had for leaderboards for top shot score, just, just a chunk, whatever, 10%, 20%, just, just chop it off. And that is now trade ticket burn leaderboard. And whoever burns the most gets it. People might go crazy. They might burn 600 trade, a thousand trade tickets for a single MGL pack. Like that's acceptable in my opinion that's it because people want to do that that's fine people overburn for for packs all the time why not overburn with trade tickets
0: yeah i i think that's a great point i think i think what motivates these burn boards in a big way is the focus on rares and legendaries which is like we want because i remember they've been trying they've been talking about this since the days of Janie, which is like we want the higher floors to rise like yeah and it hasn't worked right (laughs) So I mean like
1: I'm telling you right now, that they keep saying it. And it's like I feel like I'm banging my head against a desk because it's been three years of them saying it. I'm saying do all the things. They don't have to. There's no reason why you can't do both.
0: Yeah, you know, you're right?
1: When given the choice, do both options. Do the don't stop what you're doing, but just carve off a sliver and let the people who have trade tickets just spend them.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think Dumbo, by the way, was in the chat saying something.
1: Yeah, don't pay if attention. If you
0: if you have some still <laughs> not addressed, <laughs> feel free to DM them over. They yeah, might just be missed.
1: I'll, I'll DM him. The thing is, I know I know Dumbo's on the uh, the flow team now, so I don't bother him with my Top Shot questions. And yeah. I know Vinyls. He's, he's like he is so busy. Like I I almost feel bad messaging Vinyls because the guy is just so busy that I like I don't want to take up his time. But I just don't know who to talk to anymore for a lot of these <laughs> like. Uh, like a lot of, the, I used to have these like lists of quick wins of like, oh, if you add this link here, like it'll improve the way I navigate through the site or whatever. And I just don't even know who to forward that to anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, there are some programmers. Uh, I actually messaged him one of them the other day about my little red notification dot. I'm like, can you please add like a mark all as red button? Like, I'm tired of clicking everything to get that dot to go away. I've had that
1: <laughs> dot for years. I mean. <laughs> I feel like it's the everything is okay dot. If that goes away, then I think think something's broken.
0: Um, <laughs> well, Dumbo's saying you can message him night or day from the bathtub wherever you want to message him, and he will forward it to the right person.
1: Yeah, no, Dumbo's solid. He's always uh, he's always like immediate with the the feedback, and um, but yeah, I don't I don't wanna, I feel like the he's on the flow team. I don't want to bother with my Topshop problems.
0: Well, um, I think you're you're a very important uh, what's it word VIP. You're a very important yeah. person. Um, so I think you can probably get away with some bothering. Yeah, I guess. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what else? What else we want to cover, Steve? I feel oh, like yeah, I know we've talked about a lot. Let's see here. Talked about we've talked about the collecting and the. the Let's talk
1: about uh. I mean, I might have missed it probably in the yeah. last. I mean, the holidays have and the between the holidays and the baby, I feel like I'm a bit disconnected with. Twitter and Top Shot. Uh, did you participate in Secret Santa? I and mean, if so, what'd did. you get what'd you get back? Anything good? No. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> but you know, that's okay. I mean, the previous Secret Santa, I did get something. I got I actually did get some decent stuff in the previous year. Um yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a harmless thing, but I do wish that there was something more than just trade tickets for trade tickets. I think that's a little I yeah I think it could it could be a little more interesting than that.
1: I was I was hoping that like dapper recognized that all these collectors getting back moments would likely just be getting back trade tickets and that there'd be some massive burn event like immediately following so that we could get rid of them um Mm -hmm. but that hasn't happened yet i'm still hopeful maybe maybe it'll happen
0: yeah i think drew actually made that comment about something about like putting the christmas log fires or something for the trade tickets or you will you will log (laughs) yeah, <laughs> that would have been great that would have made made a lot of sense a little yule log burn and i really like your idea about having burn boards and including commons including trade tickets i'm just saying do all the things because yeah
1: um it does it does rub me the wrong way when i say like when i see like rares and legendary only it's like come on there are a lot of valuable commons. like mm-hmm. even just last se- season we had some very valuable comments with playoffs right like the mm-hmm. The, the, some of these moments got really expensive and some of them still are expensive. It's like, why are you why are you just, you're picking, a lot of these moments are much more expensive than rares mm-hmm. and we can't use them for burning. I don't know. It just seems off. Um, and I know they, they said, oh, they're trying to make the rares more scary. It's like, that hasn't worked. Stop doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. don't stop doing it. Sorry. Stop doing that exclusively and start doing something else too, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, Stan Loves wants the handshake. I, I feel like all this conversation definitely deserves beta. So let's give beta. beta. I should have I just, just kept interrupting you when you were complaining about certain things with that clip. Um, and then this is for you, Stan Loves. We'll give you a little handshake. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that was
1: awkward. Fist
0: that. love it i don't
1: think anyone's ever seen the judge uh, since that clip i think uh <laughs> he was just so embarrassed that he just <laughs>
0: stopped you know after that clip that was it i know i, I... I keep texting the judge, honestly, like every few months. I'm like, judge, you're coming back on stream or what? And he actually responds like once every, I don't know, five months. But, you know, he, he used to love having you on the show, Steve. He, he called you his hey, best man, friend. He's ghosted me. I, I've <laughs> reached
1: out to him so many times. just like, uh, just nothing like, okay, well. That's
0: what They say, don't meet your heroes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, what's interesting because we've been here long enough where we've gone through a lot of good times and bad times. And, um, I just like to think that like, I don't know, I still, I've made some friends along the way and I don't know, like the ghosted thing doesn't really make you feel great. It's like, oh shit, maybe I, maybe I misinterpreted that one, you know? Um,
0: no, it is judges. I don't actually, don't really know what to say. Cause I don't, I don't know him personally. Um, but you know, I don't know. He's, he's, he's trying to make it work. He's, he's working for a super. I know, leader, I know he,
1: but... he, he's, he, he was killing it before. And, um, yeah, I, I, I was really, um, uh, encouraged by the work that he was putting through with, uh, what was that? Uh, super draft. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I don't know a different timeline. Maybe it worked, it would work out, but I mean, you know, a bunch of things, but a bunch of things were working against him. All right. Um, but anyways, I wish him well. I think he, he might be in Vegas still. Hopefully, I don't even know
0: where, where he's at right now. Yeah, one one day he'll make his his comeback. I yes. think, and, and he'll be he'll apologize to everyone. Um, yeah. What about this, Steve? What about that big trade that just happened, Knicks and Raptors? What do you think about this trade? Quickly. Oh, I think it was great. Like, so OG is amazing, and I
1: think a lot of people who aren't who didn't follow the Raptors just didn't understand how good OG was. Um. OG is just such a solid – He's like a stone cold killer. This guy, if even on Top Shot, one of his his best moment was when he hit like a corner three in the playoffs. I think he was against the Celtics. And like, if you pay close attention to that moment, he hits the shot, and then he doesn't even celebrate. He's just like just stone faced, just walking off. Like he just that's his like it's like his day job, you know. He just and and you know Lowry's going crazy in the moment, but he's just like he is just there to get the job done and he is just such a good player. So consistent. So it, for me, I love seeing him, um, get some flowers in, in New York. Um, I like quickly's obviously a great player. I love to see that RJ's home here in Toronto. Um, so I, I think all around, I think this was a, a, a win-win for both teams.
0: Yeah. Raptors. I mean, they're still not doing so hot. They're four and six in their last 10. Um, they are yeah, but then you
1: get weird situations. Did yeah. you see this, uh, Lakers, uh, you know, the rant by the, the Raptors coach against those. Yeah. I love the
0: rant. Yeah. I don't know why people are being mean about the rant because it made a lot of sense. And I think that we're already seeing that there is some tomfoolery going on yeah, with refereeing in the NBA. That's been happening for a long time. There was even that story recently that sort of got swept under the rug about LeBron's, uh, what's it, Rich Paul, who was, like, betting on games and, like, oh, no, LeBron had nothing to do with that. Like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> um, like, you know, and so then LeBron obviously faces the league and his team gets 30 free throws in the fourth and the Raptors get two. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. And then we saw it just now in the Celtics game versus the Pacers where, you know, the Pacers end up winning the game after Buddy Heald smacks Jalen Brown in the back of the head and this ref from Indiana – says like no foul It's like well, okay something's not right here uh you know anyway <laughs> yeah uh and
1: uh, hey I, I agree with you but i like the idea of coaches kind of calling it out i, I obviously it's been it's it's one of those things that uh, feels like it's out of bounds like people can't talk about it like the players can't talk about it the, the coaches can't talk but otherwise they get fined but uh i like that our guy was talking about it like darko he seems like He's he seemed he seems like a, a, a he's got a good good persona, a good personality with him. And and they I liked I liked the fire that he was spitting. Like, yeah, he was just right on the money. And he was like, you know, if that was if that's the kind of party it's gonna be, then let us know ahead of time and we're not
0: gonna show up. You know, <laughs> know that that was definitely the best line. It's like if you guys are gonna rig the game, just let us know. We he's won't even not. dress. That's <laughs> great. Um, what about I got another little, another little NBA related thing. Um, Draymond Green, Draymond Green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is going on with Draymond Green and his podcast? And so I don't know if you saw that clip, but so for those who don't know, and I'm sure everyone knows, but you know Draymond Green gets suspended after. What he had someone in a headlock and he got suspended. And uh, and by the way, it also apparently he always like beats up on like smaller white european players also apparently that someone came up with that little data point
1: yeah there's no it's not that's not necessarily true he's he's definitely gone after other people too but yeah yeah
0: the bonus was bigger than him and he stomped him on stomped on his chest yeah i mean he kicked about half the league in the nuts so anyway so then he gets suspended uh they're like you gotta work on yourself draymond you gotta go to classes figure figure this whole thing out so you can be the best player you can be what a weird story though because then it's like steve curse as he goes to his house they're both weeping in each other's arms <laughs> and then um and then draymond so okay that he, he's supposed to work on himself and come back to his team the team that needs him even though the warriors are kind of like dog right now but then uh he says first of all two two interesting things the first thing he says is I was really thinking about retiring. I really thought like I had had enough, I wanted to retire, which I think is the most immature, like childish thing I've ever heard. Like you are having a break from your job playing basketball because you're kicking too many people in the nuts and putting people in headlocks and you're like, no, I can't do that anymore. I think I'm just going to have to give it up. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, I can't play this game without <laughs> kicking people in the nuts. Like don't make me choose. Like if I can't, if I can't do the thing I love to do, I eat, kick people in the nuts. I don't want to play anymore.
0: You know, it's not the game that I love. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And, I then, and then even worse in my opinion and, and, you as a father at this point should understand this as well. He he tells this story on his podcast, which I at this point, I think everything he tells on that podcast is probably a lie. But he says he, he was sitting in his man cave to try to make it sound cool. In other words, you're sitting in your dark basement, pal. You're sitting in his man cave. He said for three straight days. And then finally, his three-year-old FaceTimes him and says like, Dad, come back upstairs. I mean, are you kidding me? Like a three-year-old child needs their, you know, their mother and father. They <laughs> lucky enough to have them both in the house. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna hang out in the basement. Like, you gotta be kidding me. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I, like, I didn't catch that part of it, but like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it does sound. I
1: don't know. I and mean, the, the guy's good at getting like uh, attention. Oh, he always has. Again, you kick people in the nuts, so you punch people in the face. You're gonna get attention yeah um so i think he's masterful in that way and i don't think whether or not he retires or whatever i think he's always going to be this like attention person like he's the main character right he's he's got to always be the main character um so you know when he does retire probably not soon but when he does like I'm sure he'll always
0: try to make himself relevant. Um, and he probably will, because as someone else mentioned a long time ago, when when someone else got stomped on the face or kicked in the nuts, uh, Draymond Green is the Donald Trump of of the NBA. He can do anything, and he just comes right back. He's on his podcast. He's on TNT with Shaq and and uh, Shaq Charles is so Bartley. weird though.
1: Too Shaq is like. You know, defending it's like, oh, you should be able to like kick people on nuts, you know, whatever. It's like Shaq is such a weird personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, man, uh, that show's great. I mean, obviously Barkley's like the voice of reason, but uh Shaq has some weird takes. And I think that's the weird the weird one, is like defending Draymond and like punching people in the face or kicking people in the nuts. Like, come on, guy.
0: <laughs> and you know what's weird too, is I think Draymond is like Jacob's favorite basketball player, if I'm not mistaken. What I'm- Yeah, I I mean, maybe he can fact check this one, but I think it's one of his favorite basketball players, if not his favorite basketball player, is Draymond Green. I think he must have seen him when he was on, like, uh, Michigan State or something like that. Um, And so then I started wondering, like, does Jacob go to the dapper offices and, like, kick people in the nuts and punch (laughs) people in the face? like?
1: Who's, yeah, who's the Draymond Green of the Dapper team? There's got to be one, right? Who, uh, who's unpredictable and, yeah. <laughs> oh man.
0: Anyway, it's it's, it's always an it, interesting. I feel like it might be Luke. He's in chat now. Is it Luke? Yeah, it could be Luke. I think he might be kicking people in the nuts. He says no comment. <laughs> I think it's probably he's probably kicking people in the nuts. Um, let's see. What else can we cover? I feel like we covered it all. Um, I mean, I think I don't. I don't think you mentioned anything about this. Just taking it back to fast break for a second. Yeah. But what a, what is your prediction in terms of like the sustainability? Because that is my actually one of my biggest questions that I want to ask. Finals is like what makes the game so attractive right now to so many people? It's multifaceted. And of course, this is not taking into consideration anything on the collectible side, even though some people still collect and then still use their pieces in the game. But like, uh, obviously, I don't think it's sustainable for like 500 people to get rares, you know, every week. I I feel like they're they probably have to create some kind of revenue to support that or like, I don't know. Have you thought about that that aspect at all?
1: Um, not particularly. I think it's a it's similar problem they had with flash challenges, where at some point something kind of will, will break. Uh, so, I mean, an easy fix because of the nature of fast break, everything's based on points and even maybe even rankings. So maybe there'll be tiebreakers. Maybe only top whatever will get the re- get the reward.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think there are easy true. ways to
1: there are easy ways to fix that. Versus like flash challenges is like, well, where, where's the tiebreaker? Um, there, there really isn't any. So I think that's where it becomes more difficult. Um, just for fast, fast Break, I did want to mention, I didn't mention it earlier, but like on the good with Fast Break that I, that I really, really like is I think fundamentally it's an educational kind of platform for NBA because you log on every day and you basically learn something new. You learn, because it's the way it's sorted with um, stats, you learn who the current leaders are for any particular stat um Mm. and some things might surprise you i know on my end when i'm like oh i didn't realize that this player was averaging this number it's like oh fascinating and i think that's the cool part because when i was a kid i remember reading the back of the the trading card and being like the stats and i feel like this is kind of a a weird parallel to that where like every day you're kind of seeing you're seeing the stat and it's like so over time i think you are learning more about the players and i really like that so i think that's a really positive place to start um and i think you just kind of build out from there keeping it simple somehow incorporating a team maybe you pick a team to that has the highest points of the night and maybe that's your 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 archive moment you pick a team and keeping it really simple but i think I think they're almost there. Just got to put a little more work more work into it. Job's not done, but it's a it's a it's a good
0: start. Yeah, and I, I would that's a really good point. And I actually completely forgot about those days of looking at the back of the card and and like looking how they did the previous season. And um and that's so true. And and I and I totally didn't realize that. But that is so true. I think there are when I play, I have that same experience. And and the other thing I would say is. I am looking at box scores and like tracking games in a way that I haven't done in years. Um, And I wasn't really doing that when I was getting my feet wet on like so rare, for example, because I don't know. I I find that sort of holistic fantasy doesn't quite interest me as much. Whereas it's like, oh, tonight it's rebounds. Like who who are going to be the players that are going to, Get all these rebounds tonight and and you're literally just looking at the play-by-play looking at the box score like oh i can't believe the guard just got that rebound how did he not go to the center the center was right there under the hoop like it, it's connecting me to the game in that way and and making it really interesting to follow uh in a more healthy way when i compare my when i used to like gamble on sports you know that was way less healthy this is way more healthy um and i think that's really important too it's really tied into the games every night um and also, I don't know if I already said it, but I haven't seen this kind of a movement for anything related to NBA Top Shot, really, ever. Like, I don't think I've ever seen something directly tied to NBA basketball and shared on the timeline every day by, you know, whatever it is, we, hundreds we, of people. I think we had them early with the uh, the MSFE challenges. We, maybe, we had those. Maybe. But I feel like you're like the smallest concentric circle of like super fans among super fans, Steve. I think, I think that like, if you try to think a little more broadly and like, Oh, who's going to get the most points, that's way more understandable than like, look at this crazy challenge to get the MSFE. (laughs) That's that's a little less easy to understand. I agree. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I just think that like that at its base, just the fact that people are now logging in almost every single day, Yeah, they're on the platform. So you got to imagine that they're going to continually improve upon that experience of getting to that platform every day. So instead of just getting to the platform every day and just submitting your lineup, it's probably going to develop. It's probably going to be now there's going to be I mean, I'm almost certain there's going to be some kind of a social aspect to it, where now you're going to be able to interact with other people that are also playing the game, you're going to be able to, you know, it's going to be easier to share your lineup on social media. So like that aspect feels almost like a little bit like a little bit of a lightning in the bottle moment where like wow you caught something right now like this is special like people are doing this on their own accord it's viral like right now people are doing it by taking screenshots and sharing it around and sharing it in their groups and i just think that there's a lot more uh that's coming here on this game and i mean i think you called it out which is like the devs are really focusing in on this and i think you're right but i think that it's going to be built in a way that's like way beyond what you see now. Like, I don't think it's going to be as simple as you see now. I wouldn't be surprised if in the future there might be tears. And, and the last thing I'll say about like collectability for the other items, like the archive moments and the team moments and all the uh, retired players and all that stuff. I really believe that. And I echo this on Twitter all the time, but like I think that the lane for that stuff is the flash challenges. Like I know that fast break is very popular and and i think it deserves to be very popular but i think that there's these other methods the burning boards that they can lean into with that stuff the flash challenges that they can lean into with that stuff like there's other asides that they can lean into that stuff that makes more sense for the people who are more of like the expert users of top shot let's say whereas fast break to me it should be easy to understand for anyone just get to the site i get it like yeah i can build my lineup for five bucks and maybe the following week i didn't get enough wins, so now i'm actually going to start buying rares and yeah is it the floor rare it is but guess what the floor of the two lowest rares are now almost the same price because the the tide is rising etc and like over time you know rares might have a floor like a common floor of like a 100 bucks in the future who knows and i think that like that's probably good for the platform so anyway, that's my spiel. You no,
1: know, I, I, I hey, I think we're mostly in uh, in in agreement. Um, but I do think the the game has the has the chance here to sway people to w- different types of moments, and that's where you have to be a little cautious. Yeah. Um, even like you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, we mentioned like retired players. Well, what about soon to be retired players? Right. We're talking about LeBron or KD or Chris Paul right. or whoever. It's like, are people just gonna not buy? or commit to buying a legendary or a rare because maybe it's only going to be useful for this season or next season. You know, it becomes a little, you you you, you start to, uh, when you're buying decisions based on the game, then, you know, maybe things can go wrong. But I, I do think the game could be, I don't want to say the loss leader because right now there's no cost to play. So it's not really a loss, but I do like the idea of um, fast, fast break being the foot in the door to hopefully get people more engaged in the greater platform exactly my only feedback or not only feedback but the primary feedback is i still think there could be a a a little bit more attention given to connecting your lineup to a moment i think that's Mm -hmm. that should there should be some connection there because imagine hypothetically the first person on the leaderboard every night that is like the winner leaderboard and they maybe get a a post from the social media top shot account with their highlight it shows the reel,
0: reel. Yeah. yeah exactly
1: it's like the winner account and every day it's like a new reel of the winner I it's like that, like, that kind of makes more sense to me right mm-hmm. um but, but you have to you have to do uh, be a little more thoughtful with attaching the moment uh to the pick because i think right now it's just a there could be there's something missing there and i what i don't want to is people to be confused with like they're playing fast break and then they're like wait what's a moment and like there's a bit of a disconnect there, and I think you could be introducing, I don't know, maybe more... Uh, you could be introducing a problem where people just don't understand moments because they've been playing... I don't know. They're just they're not funneled to them. Um, yeah,
0: what I would say to that... Yeah. Um, and by the way, we have a Twitter comment, which is a new functionality. So hello, Blazer fan, and I'm happy to see that works. You can now watch on Twitter and comment on Twitter. That, that wasn't something before, so that's cool. Um, what I would say to that is... I think even though Top Shot is whatever, 4 years old, I I still think and I say this over and over again, it's just like collecting NFTs is still it's still not ingrained in culture whereas playing a game like a prop fantasy style game, that's way easier to understand. It's it's a much shorter path to like maturity in my opinion than collecting collecting digital collectibles is so like that why when you when you say like the foot in the door comment that makes a lot of sense to me it's like well this this you know pathway is super short like okay you get on the site here's a game you can click the players oh they're grayed out press the button here's a whole bunch of one dollar moments you can buy if you want to play the game boom okay I made my lineup for five bucks and then eventually for whatever reason now you have to sort of try to upgrade and and from there hopefully there's some kind of bridge where people start to understand or it starts to become more of the culture that like yeah it's cool to own uh, a digital collectible of a of a really cool moment instead of a, a piece of physical cardboard that's in a plastic case in in a box in my cupboard like that still, even after however many years, it's still not quite ingrained the way physical cards are. And who knows how long that's going to take. But the game is way easier to understand, in my opinion. So that's why, like, I like what you're saying about that, that sort of the entry. And hopefully we can get people to that other, to that other, across that bridge. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I think we're like over an hour, and and I know you have a little child. Is there anything else in the chat? Any last questions for Steve that you want to ask him, and then we'll let him get back to family business? Are you doing
1: any giveaways tonight before we get there, or not? Uh,
0: not that I know of you. Okay, want to let's do, do it. I'll giveaway. do a
1: giveaway. I got a Kevin Durant um, Series 4 MGLE to give away. Oh,
0: wow. That's very generous. That's a very generous giveaway and a very generous- With a, a
1: decent serial number, too. So it's- Wow. A...
0: Steve yeah. is Steve is
1: showing up right now. Uh, well, it's for the see. it's for the people who stuck around at the very end, right? That's, yeah. the, that's the that's the bonus material. If you stick it out for an hour of fifteen, you get like an NGLE. Yeah,
0: well, that's a very uh, valuable moment, and it also uh, combines perfectly with this whole fast break utility thing. Having a Kevin Durant rare. Well, it's very... only good for
1: a year or two before he retires, so watch yeah, out. I
0: know, that is true, but hopefully, in two years from now people will better understand collecting digital collectibles and they won't want the physical anymore um yeah so you gotta like the stream gotta like the steam also you gotta like the stream and the (laughs) steam when you open the oven and you're wearing glasses like me and you gotta like that uh if you don't like that you're not eligible so like the stream make sure you're subscribed uh and then we can run it um i guess we'll just do the names or else it gets like too slow so let me let me go charge that up, and you can ask Steve some questions while I'm doing this in the background. Steve, if you see anything in there that you want to uh, that you want to respond to, go ahead. Um, uh,
1: sure. Anyone have any questions?
0: Questions for Veerman. All right. Let's start collecting all right so you're gonna do hashtag durant let me share that you're gonna do a hashtag durant hashtag durant if you want to be eligible for a kevin durant mgle rare moment huge generous giveaway from steve veerman my goodness so if you're there and you're watching on twitter or youtube or you just got your headphone in while you're washing dishes Now is the time to get back on the computer or on your phone and type in hashtag Durant if you want to be eligible for this MGLE good cereal Kevin Durant rare moment. And who knows, you might win fast break next week because of Steve's giveaways. Very generous giveaway. Make sure you have liked and subscribed. If you win and I see you're not a subscriber, I'll hunt you down. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, all right, let's see. I feel like, all right, we got 39 people, but how many people are typing hashtag Durant? Only 19. So I'm going to give you guys a, a couple of minutes here. Yeah. I want to make sure.
1: Interesting questions. I, I uh, got a question yeah. here about like the merch, like this one, like the reality is I thought I'd be further along, but, uh, you know, baby takes a lot of time. So I think a lot of it's taken a back seat. So, um, hopefully at some point I'll circle back to it, but I have seen a lot of great community members build other merch. So there's lots to check out. It's pretty great um yeah like the, like the
0: like uh like the only tans fanny pack is really amazing there you go um <laughs> dharma gardner is asking a question steve how many of those flash challenges have you completed have you done every one
1: recent recent i haven't really done many of them because most of them require like burning rares or whatever and it's like i don't really i don't really like doing that i don't like it's burning rares especially in legendary is really hard for me to do commons is much much easier um yeah but i i I only like burning if I have dupes and I don't have a dupes of a lot of players so I don't like to do it. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Um Green Curry wants to know how much you spent on the deck the hoops to complete the MSFE. I'm guessing a lot of money.
1: Um I can't. I don't recall, but I didn't ever complete MSFE. I used to oh, it's an open set. I is uh, it was the, it was the Paul George that screwed everyone. Uh, yeah, I remember. And uh I never uh yeah, I sold it. Like what, I was, a, I made it? mistakes. Mistakes were made from an account I controlled. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh,
0: Bitcoin or Safe Moon?
1: Uh, I don't know what Safe Moon is. Uh, I'm not really like you know what? I, Bitcoin's cool, but I'm not really like a Bitcoin guy. Mm. Like if I'm gonna go crypto, it's gonna be like Ethereum or Flow, something useful.
0: Mm, uh, mm, Bitcoin mm.
1: just like it feels like the MySpace of the of the crypto game. You know, it's the but first these- guy. All right. these ETFs now, though they're all like, "Yeah, we'll take your old yeah. money
0: and pump it into Bitcoin."
1: One hundred percent, but like uh, the devs are mostly in Ethereum. It's been like that for years, um, yeah. so that whole ecosystem is just much more vibrant. Um, I mean, that's how you know Dapper got their start off Ethereum. So, um, but Flow is also pretty awesome, but it just there aren't as many devs.
0: But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. Dumbo's asking how long it takes your child to make your merch um yeah you know what she's got little tiny fingers so it's mm-hmm. really good some of the
1: buttons are really small so i've been teaching her how to like sew the button uh, it, so she's not there yet um but uh you know i still have to order some more merch for her uh, eventually uh, she'll be she'll be decked out in top shot merch
0: yeah and she'll love it conf- she'll, she'll look
1: at pictures in 10 years <laughs> 20 years she's like oh my god dad this was so great i'm so happy you dressed me up in top shot merch
0: yeah thank you all my baby pictures are have metallic gold printed all over me. I appreciate that. Nothing but the best. Nothing but the best,
1: Andy.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's see here. Uh, 23. I guess that's close enough. 23. There's 17 of you that don't want to, don't want to enter the, enter the, for the Durant MGLE. You're lost guys. Um, Here we go. Let's see who wins it. Ready, set, go. Around and round the wheel. Where will it land? dharma gardner awesome congratulations dharma gardner you are the winner of a kevin durant mgle low serial moment and you better update us with your winnings on fast break and we better see that moment when you win right
1: yeah if you don't lock the moment immediately there's going to be trouble you have to you got to get the moment you got to lock the moment yeah
0: mm-hmm all right. Well, there you go. Dharma Gardner. I, I mean, I think uh, I think it's the same username on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah,
1: if you could forward me the details for the Top Shot account. Um, yeah. Or sure Dharma Gardner.
0: Right. You want to just put your username in the chat yeah, so I don't have exactly. to look for you? That would be nice. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's do a little Let's Simp video because we ended with some simping.
1: Let's Simp. Let's Simp.
0: Let's Simp.
1: Let's Simp. Let's Simp. All
0: right, well, there's the username, Steve. Dharma underscore garden. Sending
1: right now. Wow. Or he'll have it. I don't know. I don't know the gender. Uh, They'll have it eventually.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's a male. I know. I've seen his videos before. He's he's, he's a gardener.
1: Dharma's a, I don't know the, the, yeah, the name. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know, like, again, gender, if it's like a gender neutral
0: type name. Well, he might identify as a plant or no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so anyways, congratulations, Andrew. Congratulations, Dharma Gardner. Uh, I guess that's all I got, Steve. You got any any final words for the... For the no,
1: panel? I'm really honored that you reached out to me today. I mean, I'm sure you reached out to probably 20 other people, and I, and no, I was I the didn't. first one to respond. Was fine. Uh, <laughs> this is always... I love being on your show. You have a lot of great guests. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be... Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for you know letting me rant about things. And hopefully, I said something coherent or worth, uh, you know, some takeaway somewhere. Um, but I am looking forward to the vinyls uh, show. Hopefully it was on next week or sometime soon. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's all we have for now.
0: Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. I'm very honored that you could be on the show. Okay. It goes right back. It goes right back to you. you Got to play yourself up because you're a, you're a key member, a key person with some really interesting, uh, opinions. So thank you for being here and the people love it too. And look how generous you are too. I mean, come on, what's not to love? So thank you, Steve. And, uh, go back to that baby and hope everything goes nicely. And and we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Static Phelsea.